Ladies and gentlemen, the time is nigh. It is upon us. It is episode 16 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Uh, it's a four-month anniversary. Uh, I hope you got us a present because we got you one. It's this episode, and you've already unwrapped it without even thanking us. Seems odd. Uh, so we'll just thank you. Thank you for downloading and listening to us talk to you and to each other once a week. Uh, we love doing it and means the world to us uh, that you enjoy it too. We've gotten a lot of great positive feedback via email and Facebook and Twitter. We love how you guys get involved with the show and get heated up about the topics. We do too. Um, one way to keep the conversation going and let everybody know about it. I know I keep asking you to do this. I may never stop. It could be an illness. Maybe I should see a doctor about it. Uh, I'd love for you to go rate and review us on iTunes so that other people can discover the show so that we can shoot up the rankings and uh, join the, the great comedy podcasts, even if just for a fleeting moment. So if you're able to do that, we appreciate it. If you've already done it, good on you. And now, without any further ado, episode 16 of We Got This. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity... One issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Twizzlers or Red Vines? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Mark. I'm Hal. And you're listening to our show. Yeah, we got this. We got this. And today we got candy. We do got candy. We're going to debate uh, one of the great candy debates. Yeah. That should not even be a debate. It shouldn't be, but this is like the East Coast versus West Coast rap battle uh, of confectionery treats. I guess. Uh, this was this actually came out of uh, something else. This is the second week in a row the topic has come out of my day job at SwagBucks.com, the premier online rewards destination. How much uh, did they pay you to say that, Hal? Uh, I get paid in my salary. This is just one of the perks is I get to oh. promote it here. But people in my office were debating this vigorously to the point where one of them came to me who, who listened to the podcast and said, you have to discuss this because pe- this like gets people worked up. To a degree that is unnatural. It seems odd. And and now I'm going to say right now, you've done a little bit of research on this topic. A little bit. I have not done much aside from, you know, the very basic uh, finding out, you know, when they were created. Yes. Um, I'm going strictly on taste. Okay. I'm going strictly on flavor. Oh, did we mention what we're debating? We haven't yet. Uh, this <laughs> we week should. is uh, Twizzlers versus Red Vines. Yes. Red, red Vines are, are much more of a West Coast treat, it seems. Mm-hmm. And Twizzlers are more East Coast. You and I are both East Coast, so we're, we're probably... Uh, is Appalachia towards, the East Coast? Because uh, I'm from Appalachia. Sort of. Okay. You're mi- the middle. You're I'm on the, the side east. of the, I'm on the east side of the Mississippi. Yeah, Middle East. Great. So, uh, uh we are a war-torn region. <laughs> yeah. In Knoxville, Tennessee. Here's, here's what strikes me. And you're, you already kind of are coming down on one side. Red is not a flavor. <laughs> Neither is Twiz, if you think about it. <laughs> like we can't go by the name alone. But here, both sides argue the exact same things about the other ones that I've really? seen. Really? Which is... Let me give you my argument go ahead. for Twizzlers over Red Vines. Please. Um, Twizzlers have a much more pleasant... They have a much more pleasant mouthfeel, sure. to borrow words from the cooking shows that I watch. Yes. Uh, they, they are 
tastier. They actually have a flavor that mm-hmm. tastes like what they are designed to taste, at least the candy version of what they're designed to taste like. Which is? Which is strawberry. strawberry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they taste like a pink Starburst a little okay. more than, um, you know, they, they don't taste like strawberries, but they taste like the candy version of strawberry. Fair. Uh, red vines are waxy and taste like just nothing but sugar to me. Now, uh, people who love red vines say the exact thing about Twizzlers. So it <laughs> is regional, really? yeah, to a certain I extent. I will say that I've never seen, I rarely see Twizzlers on a movie or television set in the craft services area. Right. There is always, craft services uh, is the area where there's uh, food and uh, snacks that's just sort of set out during the day so that the cast and crew haven't, have, an, have Enough blood sugar to finish a long day of shooting. Yeah. Oh, uh, just, just to at all, just to sort of pile onto that. If you don't think that there are two Americas, go to the non-union craft service and then go to the union craft service, and then <laughs> the non-union looks like uh, like a rations display from World War One. It's like <laughs> bread with holes. There, you hear like the of flies everywhere. There's like a Kirkland jar of peanut butter from the eighties. <laughs> Um, Kirkland but, is the store brand. Yes, Kirkland is the store brand of Costco. It's of the Costco. official Costco uh, store brand. But uh, but in Los Angeles on set, mm-hmm. uh, there is always a bucket of red vines. Yes. And the bucket of red vines is in both. It is on the non-union True. and the union table. Yes. Because a bucket of red vines is big and flashy and takes up a lot of space on a counter. <laughs> it looks like an old-timey candy counter. It's, you know, it's that big round pl- uh, clear plastic tub. Yeah. It looks like it should be sitting on a candy counter in the 1930s. So maybe for nostalgia's sake, I like the presentation of Red Vines better than the presentation of Twizzlers, which are just in a plastic bag like any candy you would get in a concession stand. Yes. But other than that, uh-huh. I find no benefit to red vines. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about, uh, some other differences. Okay. Okay. Um, just in, uh, not even in texture, but in, in pliability. The Twizzler is a tougher treat. Yes. So it's, it's, and that doesn't mean it's, it's tough to eat. It's no. just, excuse me, it's stretchier and a little chewier. So if you like chewy things, you're probably going to be, uh, more in the Twizzler camp. The, the, the red vines are grainier, I would say. Uh, a little more porous. A yeah. L- a little more porous. Uh, I feel like they have a more of a sugar coating on them. Okay. My, yeah. they, they feel more dusted with crystal sugar. They do. And it, they make my teeth hurt a heck of a lot more. They, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like a trip to the dentist after one red vine. Here's the funny thing to, too. Uh, the funny thing to me about this is they're both like pure sugar. Sure. In a red stick. Yeah. At the end of the day. But one is for civilized gentlemen and one is for monsters. Fair enough. Uh, here's, here's another thing with, that people say about red vines. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're complaining that the Twizzlers are way too sugary. And then one of the selling points of a red <laughs> vine is you can stick it in a soda and use it as a straw. Yes. I will say a red vine has a, uh, has a bigger hole down the middle of it. Both of yes. them have a hole down the middle and yes. I have. In the past, in my childhood mm-hmm. and in my adulthood, yes, bitten off both of the pinched ends of a red vine and a Twizzler, yes, dropped them in a soda can and sipped a soda through them as the straw. And which is a better straw? Uh, red vine is a better straw because and, they because there is a larger hole. And does the flavor? What kind of drink is there? A drink you will not stick a red vine straw into? Um, a Coca Cola, a regular Coca Cola. Okay, I'll stick it in a Diet Coke. 
I see. Uh, not a regular Coca-Cola because that already makes me feel like I need to go to the dentist. <laughs> and um, a red vine on top of that, I feel like I'm just giving my teeth a sugar film that will never leave. You think it'll be like a, a cartoon where all of a sudden cracks appear and they just yeah. fall and into uh Like that shambles. dream I keep having. Oh, what a night. Oh, those the, I, <laughs> I live in constant fear of my teeth shattering on something. <laughs> And you do as well? Is that so? I never uh, realized. We never talked about this. I've once, I once chipped a tooth on, a, it was right here. You can see it you know, on the bottom there. Oh, yeah. I once, uh, chipped a tooth on a, uh, a pizza crust. And it wasn't like a hard pizza crust. It was a, it was a relatively soft pizza crust. And I thought to myself, well, if a pizza crust can do this, <laughs> my teeth must be the weakest. So you had I, a really dramatic inner monologue as a I child. Did. Yeah. Uh, no, you, this happened when I was in college. Okay. I had gotten really dramatic and I was in drama school. And did so. you, you went to college in a 1950 soap opera? <laughs> I did. And there was organ music. <laughs> so, okay. So you've had, you're, you're sensitive to the amount of sugar that you're exposing your teeth to at any given. I'm sensitive to the amount of sugar that I feel my teeth exposed to. Right. If that sugar is well hidden, I mm. do not mind. Okay. Uh, I will eat an entire cake because I cannot feel the sugar in the entire cake because it's been baked into cake. <laughs> Can you feel that sugar? Just feel that sugar all over you. Yeah, I don't like feeling it sounds like a motivational sugar tape. film. Yeah. <laughs> Lie back. Mm-hmm. Feel the sugar all over you. <sighs> this is not relaxing at all. Man, I once worked at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, for those who don't know Chuck E. Cheese, it is a, uh, pizza establishment. Yes. Uh, that does birthday parties for children, has an arcade and a stage show of animatronic animals playing music. Yes. The Rock of Fire Explosion. Yes. Uh, a, an amazing band. Yes. Um, I, uh, I used to work at one and because we did birthday parties, we had a freezer full of cakes and mm-hmm. I came in one day hung over a buddy of mine and I were both had been up late the night before. Yeah. And the two of us as our breakfast to cure our hangover split an entire birthday cake. <laughs> I like that your whole life is is like the movie Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang out wherever you're working, eat whatever is there. Yeah. You don't care your mouth off to people. Yeah. You have Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes always hanging outside of wherever you work. Kevin Smith never talks. No, he just sits there and tries to move a cigarette with the force. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we assume that – I assume that no one knows what Chuck E. Cheese is, but you assume that everyone knows the deepest reference to uh, a black and white movie from 91. Uh, Not only that, but I referenced Mallrats. He's trying to move the cigarette (laughs) in Mallrats, which is – uh, it was, which was the panned and forgotten second Kevin Smith movie, which has achieved a cult status, but, sure. but still. So here's the thing. When I was growing up, I don't remember seeing red vines. I, I never saw red vines as a kid. I, I don't think I had them until I moved out here. So yeah. I grew up with twi- like Twizzlers and loved, like, of all forms of licorice, mm-hmm. I held the, the Twizzler, uh, number one with number two being those red waxy licorice pipes oh, that yeah. I would get at the Atlantic City boardwalk. <laughs> Because I, because while I never have wanted to smoke, I, I want to appear dignified. So when you're a six year old, a red licorice pipe is pretty like, oh, I'm like a Sherlock Holmes type, uh, British We're gentleman. Just walking around the house solving mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> I know who spilled that. It was me. 
<laughs> Elementary, my dear mother. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what it is because I always thought of Red Vines as off-brand Twizzlers. Okay. Because when I came to the West Coast, I was my first experience with them was on set in this mm-hmm. big silver tub and uh, or a big clear plastic tub. And yes. I would see them and I was like, oh, that is the dollar store jumbo pack version of fake Twizzlers. Why didn't they just spring for the Twizzlers? <laughs> and I'm sure people from the West Coast think the same thing about... Uh, about seeing Twizzlers on the East Coast. Right. Where, where They're when... wrong. <laughs> That's right. You keep that that uh, place of birth pride. That's right. W- wh- what was your first time on set? What set were you on? Do you remember? Um, my first set that I... Yes, it was uh, Life with Bonnie uh, in okay. 2001. And it was not extra work. You had a speaking role. No, I was. Uh, I had a role in the show. Um you just you skipped right over the extra process. Uh, I went back is, to it a couple of times. Listen, if you're wondering how talented Mark Gagliardi is, oh. most people when they come to this town, myself, myself included, and especially, have to have to be an extra before you even sniff a speaking role. Like you, extras, I think we all know, are the people who walk around in the background and are instructed not to make any noise but act like they're talking. If they get your reference to mall rats, they know what extras are. That's fair enough. So. <laughs> that's usually what you do. You do that until you're maybe lucky enough to get a union card or you, you get to uh, get an agent and you get to audition and get parts, but you got a speaking role on life of money. You played yes, a waiter. I did. I played a waiter and a bartender in their like hangout place. So I did a few episodes of it. Yes. And it was, it was a real gift that I was able to get my union card immediately upon getting there. So I didn't have much experience with the non-union crap service, but I have had a lot of experience with super low budget. Hey, we'll pay you 50 bucks to come shoot this thing with us. Crap right. services. Sure. And I'm happy to do those. Those are often the most fun, uh, most fun projects. There is one thing that they always have on the super low budget craft service table <laughs> because it's big and flashy. They have that clear plastic tub of red vines. They also usually have the, uh, the Costco bucket of those pretzels with peanut butter in the middle. Yes. Uh, it's all Kirkland thing. That's where yeah. those red vines come from because you get them at a bulk store because they're like, yeah. they're a giant. They look like, like what would be like a, at an old soda fountain, like the countertop glass jar of candies, except they're made of cheap plastic and you can clearly see the yeah. seam. And also the packaging that they're in mm-hmm. is made of cheap plastic yes. and you can clearly see the seam. Whole thing. Oh, there it is. Just your, all these low blows at red vines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I recently, I, I, uh, helped a friend out. I did, I did just like a night on, I played a small role in, in their movie and mm-hmm. I heard the most California phrase ever. So, so craft service is also called crafty. Mm-hmm. It's the same area. I'm going to go over to crafty and get a sandwich. So it always kind of bothers me. The, it feels like the people in high school that were like, I'm going to be cool and say, we're going to the calf. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was not cool. Those kids were clearly not cool. Yeah. But I heard the, the most California phrase I've ever heard, which is if anybody's hungry, the crafty's in the back of my Prius. <laughs> <laughs> It was just so like pure, like that just sounds like it was said by a surfboard. (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready to rule on this yet? No, we're going to talk about it just a little bit more. Let's talk a little bit about history. Let's go history. You're not going to sway me. 
Well, they, I just want to go over all the finer points. <laughs> I know. The, the I don't red know why lines, I'm so angry at red just, lines. I, see, this is it. It elicit. Why are you so mad? Because you feel like they're because the, because the first time I tried a red vine, I was expecting it to taste like a Twizzler. So you feel and betrayed. it did not. And I felt like I was eating a cheap imitation Twizzler. So the idea that mm. someone prefers the cheap imitation version yes. to the real version bothers me. Even though I prefer Velveeta to lots of actual cheeses. <laughs> that's because it's delicious. Sure, it's fantastic. You're but that's another episode. A red blooded American. That's right, I am. You should love Velveeta. Red, white, and orange. <laughs> These colors don't run except there's some. You know, oil when you microwave out. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to run <laughs> no, all Oh, no bit. oil leaks out of Velveeta. That's why it's better. <laughs> don't you remember the commercials? Velveeta melts better than cheddar? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> I used to get, we used to get the jars of cheese whiz. Cause you're from Philadelphia. Yeah. And you'd undo the top and then put it in the microwave to heat it yeah. up. And, and then, then you just dunk chips in it. And th- yeah. Or you pour it on top of ch- some chips, but I would always make the mistake of like, Oh, well, I've, I'll just go grab it out. There's no way that glass retains all of the heat that the microwave has <laughs> been putting out for 90 seconds. Like every time I... How many I, jars of cheese Whiz did you shatter upon reaching into the microwave for them? Let me put it a different way. I don't have fingerprints anymore. Ooh, you're like a men in black. <laughs> yeah, I'm a total men in black. With a, and there's a house somewhere in suburban Philadelphia just coated in the shattered remains of cheese Whiz jars. So they're covered in Hal's fingerprints. Yeah, just a, a museum. Not like the residue of fingerprints like detectives pick up, like you would have picked up as a six-year-old yeah. pipe-wielding detective, uh-huh. but your actual <laughs> fingerprints themselves, the tips of your fingers. Yeah. If somebody goes in there with their red licorice pipe and tries to dust for prints, they don't even need to. They can just pick mine up and yeah. put them in a folder. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Okay. For, ha- for as vehemently as you are against red vines, mm-hmm. have you ever – knowingly purchased red vines for consumption no i have not i have knowingly eaten them for consumption right when they have been provided for me so but that's like if i have purchased twizzlers at a concession stand in a movie theater of course we all, i think i mean i have as well mm-hmm. but you've eaten them was were they the only food around and you were starving or was it just you needed some sugar i have a tendency to just eat when i'm bored and they were the closest thing to my hand Wow. Yeah. That is, uh, dangerous. So, yeah. In a way, red vines were there for you. Oh, don't make me feel guilty. Uh, do you hear the friends theme playing in your head? <laughs> do you picture a bunch of red vines on a, on a couch that just happens to be in front of a fountain with a working lamp next to it? Yeah. And they all open umbrellas simultaneously. Yeah. What sort of a weird acid trip is that, <laughs> is that opening credit sequence? <laughs> Nobody Why really are all talks my friends it? wearing black and white and vests? Yeah. I like I've I've never uh, done any drug, let alone a hallucinogen. Oh, super fun. I've I've heard <laughs> from you all the time. I feel like this is terrible. We have children listening. <laughs> yeah, all the children listening. Please don't do drugs. Be like be a hell, not a mark when oh, it comes to be drugs. A, be a gallant, not a goofus. Yeah. What are you? Some some kind of crazy goofus I don't hanging do out in anymore. a fountain? Yeah. Marcus, clean and sober. Everybody, finish that beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is like, it's, it's been there for you. Uh, red vines have been around, I, I think since the turn of the 20th century, like 1914. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, then the, in like the fifties, they were originally raspberry and then they got their, I don't know what and then flavor, their flavor became to be. red, red. Yes. That now they're the flavor red Twizzlers. Um, the Twizzler brand was started, I think in 1929. 
I thought right Twizzlers the were 1840s. So the the company was around in 1845. Making licorice. Making licorice. The Twizzler brand in particular came out in the 20s, gotcha. I think. Um, and I hear. Are like, you a black licorice guy? Oh, I hate black licorice. The only person I've ever known that liked black licorice was my grandmother, and she passed away. And we don't know that it isn't because of all the black ric- licorice she ate. Granted, she was 90. I don't hate black licorice. You don't? I don't hate it. But you don't like it. I don't like it. It's an inter- it's like, um, it's like, like I like Anazette after an Italian meal. Uh, Zambuca. It's oh, a, okay. it's a licorice flavored liqueur, and they right. drop a couple of espresso beans in it, and it's nice to sip on, and it makes me think of that. It's like a, you know, it's a palate digestif after a meal. Okay. Uh, so it's in very small doses. I like black licorice, but no, I would never sit down and buy black licorice and eat it like candy. If I get, uh, if I get jelly beans, which I will around Easter, mm-hmm. I like the, I don't like jelly, like jelly bellies are okay if you mm-hmm. like certain flavors, but I like the big Brax candy, uh, jelly beans. I will get the jelly beans. Mm-hmm. I will pour the jelly beans out into a plate. I will pick out every black licorice jelly bean. Mm-hmm. I will throw it in the garbage where it deserves to live forever <laughs> until it's transported into the flames of hell where it really belongs. Where do you think that the city takes its trash? To hell. Oh, it's, okay. It opens a portal. Uh, it's a pit. Sure. It's like the opposite of a Lazarus pit. It takes life away. And they throw, they throw all the black licorice in it and it Look, disappears forever. If the city sanitation department has a portal to an unending energy source, why am I paying the LADWP for the electricity in my home? Exactly, my friend. Wow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To Americas. Right. Thanks, Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've tortured you long enough, but, but I hate black licorice. That's okay, what that's that was my like. question. Yeah. To me, it's like cilantro. It's one of those things you either love cilantro or you hate cilantro or you very think few it's okay. In the middle. Yeah. You're in the middle about it. That's very <laughs> Which rare. Which is where I am with licorice. Yeah. And coconut is another thing like that. People really? either love it or hate it. I, maybe I'm just have no palate because I'm like, yeah, coconut's fine. Well, no, I think you have a very wide palate, so you're accepting of a lot of different flavors. Sure. You've had them in different combinations. I guess that's true. So, so point you. All right. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how you feel when it comes to Twizzlers versus Red Mines. You want to restate? Um, yes. I, I think that Twizzlers are better. Okay. Uh, well, let me, let me. Was that clear enough? Could you just elaborate a little bit? I feel like it's not quite. How do you feel about red vines? Twizzlers are better than red vines. Okay. So you clear now? You do not like red vines. Is that what you're saying? I will still eat them if they're free and in front of me and my hand is near them and I'm bored. But you hate it. Every bite is a torture. Yes. All right. Uh, Every bite is private pile standing there with the donut. (laughs) <laughs> what a terrible what a terrible image how do you ever eat another red vine after having that thought once because then you're then you're private pile in the restroom every other time you eat a red vine oh yeah spoiler alert guys yeah spoiler go see alert. full metal jacket yeah it's probably in a theater go see I, go back to 1986 yeah. or 87 and go see full metal jacket sure all right i'm gonna throw a wrench in this whole thing okay in your computer, that seems like a terrible idea. We're recording eh, right now. We'll see what happens. Uh, and let you know that all this time, mm-hmm. while Mark's been railing on Red Vine and speaking in support of Twizzlers, mm-hmm. I have been in complete agreement with him. I hate Red Vines. <laughs> I think they're gross, waxy rubber eraser pieces of dung <laughs> that should be forced 
into some sort of system where they have to work for Twizzlers until they learn what it means to be a real red licorice treat. Amen. It should feel smooth in your mouth. It should have a little bit of chewiness yeah. to it. And, and it's licorice. Yeah. When's the last time you saw some red vine nibs? Yeah. Never. never. But how great are Twizzler nibs? They're amazing. Oh, they're so good. Quick, really quick before go we go, since we have definitively answered this question. Yes. Um, when you go, when you reach for candy at a concession stand, mm-hmm. uh, do you go fruit or chocolate? Chocolate. Yeah, me too. Chocolate with popcorn. Frequently I go, I mean, I go fruit maybe 25% of the time. Chocolate okay. 75. Yeah. So there is some, it's, sometimes it's nice to get some fruit. And when I, when it's I usually do, Starburst for me, but I do get Twizzlers. Maybe of that 25% of the time, it's half Twizzlers, half Starburst. I'll do Skittles once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer will get Skittles, so I'll have some of hers. I'll, and, and if I'm really feeling crazy, I'll get a giant bottle of water and a bag of Sour Patch Kids, Ooh, which is not I can't fruit, do, I'm not a fan sort of, of Sour Patch Kids. It's, it is Sour like, I can't do. That's like I'm going to create an experience for myself. Yeah. But Starburst I get because it takes me the whole movie to unwrap all of them individually in the sleeve. I have to eat, I have to eat them slowly. Okay. So they oh, last longer you to pace. Yeah. I eat my food like, I don't know how many people are like me, but I've, I've, by the end of the last trailer. <laughs> yep. I'm through most of it. Cause then I can really, I'm like, all right, well, I've, I've, uh, satisfied the requirement of eating in a movie theater. Yeah. Now I can enjoy this film, but you don't need the popcorn crunch in your ear while you're trying to listen to dialogue. No, it's exactly. It ruins it. Yeah. I'm not in the movie. I'm just watching it. But guys, if you, if you love red vines and you're, you're sitting there going, eh, hey, it's not fair. I love red vines. Guess what? Too bad. You're wrong. Yeah. Mark and I have ruled on this already. Yeah. Did you not hear what we said like 90 seconds ago? Yeah. Twizzlers. They're dumb. Yeah. I want, I want, here's what I want you to do. If you own a movie chain or a candy store or a grocery store and you sell red vines, I want you to gather up all your red vines and I want you to put them in a plastic bag, take them to the department of sanitation and throw them into the hell mouth with black licorice <laughs> where they belong. And also, if you have other topics you would like us to discuss, <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter at we got this tweets. Yeah. We love you and value your opinion. You can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. Uh, or find us on Facebook at we got the with, uh, was Facebook slash uh, Facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast. They knew what I meant by they do. Facebook slash. They figured it out. You have a shorthand right. with them. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Yes. Uh, thanks as always to the, uh, the wonderful music of Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman and, uh, to Ken Plume who masters and mixes and, and makes us sound even. And to you for listening. We uh, are elated that so many people are listening to our podcast. We are surprised that so many people are listening to our podcast. I was talking to somebody about this today. They were asking how it was going. And I said, uh, you know, it's like people are listening. It's great. We had an audience to start with, which is mm-hmm. awesome because of Thrilling Adventure Hour and mm-hmm. Drunk History and Welcome to Night Vale. Um, but our audience grows a little bit every week. And that's that's amazing because I, I – my biggest fear, and probably everybody, if you're out there podcasting, the first time you put it out, the biggest fear is no one will listen to this. Yeah, and um, so thank you for listening. Yeah, you you are a huge part of uh, what makes this podcast successful in our eyes and ears and the hearts. The huge part. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi, and don't worry, we, we got, got this. this. We got this.